Together mode? I didn't know it was going to change everything. I was just seeing what I could, like... I wish we could podcast, like, outside a wrestling ring in this. I'm I'm actually glad that you, like, that you flubbed the lyrics on that. Like, that's, I think that's to your credit, Danny. (laughs) I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I'm not trying very hard. No. You don't have uh, Kid Rock in your lyrical lexicon. That's how I was trying to start the episode. Did you fuck up Kid Rock? Yeah, no, you fucked it up by doing the the the, the together <laughs> view, and then we stopped. Oh, sorry. Canceled. <laughs> Tonight on Beside Ourselves in this ring corner, we have Mike. I don't know. Hello. <laughs> Mike is our first returning uh, champion. You are now the the person with the most appearances on the show. That besides the, the host, Two obviously. Two time. Two time. We'll get you was, to at least five so you can do the Booker T thing. I was gonna go do the everybody, but then I was like, I think I'm screwing up the lingo for wrestling altogether, so I'm not gonna you do the ringside there. thing. We are also joined by Joe. Hey, how's it going? Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. All of them. All of his Skype names. The one that you're on is is hasn't like it's the it <laughs> has like a underscore two after it. I don't know why I have two on the same email. Well, we made it work. As soon as you were like, add the other one, I added, and you were like, "What's up?" So, yeah, and we this is uh, episode nineteen of Beside Ourselves, and we are in the weekend before WrestleMania. <laughs> Um, so this week at Danny's request, actually, I was very surprised at Danny's <laughs> request. We are doing, uh, a list episode of our top 10 wrestling themes, entrance themes. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much, Danny. I, I it's really big of you. Um, Wait, we're doing a top 10. Yeah. <laughs> I did 15. Well, I did 20. It's all good. <laughs> those, those were five honorable mentions. Cause we know we're going to have duplicates, but I, I did like mentions. There will be, yeah. I honestly, we can go through all of our. It's fine. Like, it's I, fine. I'm, I'm not worried work. about the actual number. Yeah, my list isn't even in order. Neither is mine, and I. Oh, I, I went. Mine late. might. Mine's gonna morph as you guys go through yours because you know that's just the it's way content, it is. Baby, I'm very fine. excited to hear Danny's though. Mine's. I'm very order. curious. Should I start it off? Are we jumping right into it? Do no, 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 no. Backgrounds. No. So, um. <laughs> I have two things to do before we jump straight into it. Um, So this previous week, um, uh, someone close to uh, Joe, Mike, and myself, Dave Phillips, uh, passed away. Uh, Dave was the um, the, one of the owners of Podcast Detroit, Um, and the three of us actually hosted Michigan's longest running at the time uh, pro wrestling podcast. Uh, the Top Rope Review, and uh, Dave was very instrumental in kind of like helping us with a lot of stuff. Uh, They've helped out a lot. Yeah, getting us Big into time. indie wrestling shows, uh, making connections with people, uh, getting us into comic cons. More so me and Tab than you guys, but you guys were around. Some hey, I got the pod, yeah. on, on a lot yeah. of that stuff. So He, he always well, did a lot for, for our, our podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, like getting guests on like always trying to promote us. He was a really great guy with all that stuff. Yeah. And just, uh, 
a lot of fun. I I'll never forget how many times I saw Dave at the bar at a con or at an after party after an indie wrestling show looking at the bar and then looking back at the table and counting the people and then coming back to the table with a huge tray full of Jaeger shots. Just surprised <laughs> everyone. Here you go. And then, of, and you just take yeah. them. And then and of had, course, if there were any extras, face. yeah. <laughs> and if there are any, any extras, uh, you know, Will was also always sneakily, uh, Oh, 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 extra one. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I'll take that <laughs> if no. Um, so yeah. And, I, you know, I was thinking about it, and honestly, like, the our friend group, well, for me, not for you guys, because you guys have all, like, known each other forever, but, like, I probably wouldn't even know any of you if it wasn't for Dave. I, I would know Mike from the rack, but then it wouldn't have gone any farther than that. I think that is 100% true. Yeah. You know, and Joe was just a snarky guy on our Facebook correcting things that I said. You would be probably just someone I knew on Facebook, and that was going to be it. Yeah. Just maybe that that was it. I pa- I saw you for something I did for something, and along the way. And here we are, years yep. later. So we're not, you know, we're not part of Podcast Detroit anymore, but not for any reason on their part. We just got disillusioned with wrestling and didn't want to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. But, um it yeah awesome. it's just really sad and uh i want to send out our condolences to to bob and to to dave's family and you know everybody else that knew him uh cheers to dave cheers to dave cheers to dave and um you know thanks for everything yeah we'll miss you big time so yeah all right so i actually have a history segment for this just a short one that's fine like i, I normally do for the the I'll album allow it. um I'll allow it. just a couple things that i found um gorgeous george is the person that's given credit for uh starting um you know entrance music he used to come out to pomp and circumstance so the same thing that macho man came out to the the graduation song um gorgeous oh, wow. george is obviously like the architect for a lot of things that became a thing in wrestling later on, you know, big flamboyant characters and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, Sergeant Slaughter claims to be the person that um, brought it up to Vincent J. McMahon. So Vincent, Vince McMahon senior. Um, but we do know that Sergeant Slaughter sometimes is full of it and was uh, lying about being a Marine for several years after kayfabe was dead. And uh, so that's who knows. Um, but then when it became like widespread in the 80s, uh, it's mostly like Hogan coming out to Eye of the Tiger and the Freebirds coming out to their their song. And then it you know kind of exploded from there. So who is Jim Johnston? Best Jim, music creator in all of wrestling. Jim I, Johnston I mean, he did all the music pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Jim Johnson was like the guy in charge of making wrestling themes from like the some early, point in the eighties. Yeah, to until the two thousands. Yeah, like, like late two thousands. A couple years ago, he he left. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like the two thousand tens. Because then the and CFOs kept making music for a little bit, and then I don't yeah, even know. I don't even know. Who I don't it know. Is, it's like Def Rebel or something. I really wish they were. It is. It's, I'll <laughs> say it's been super forgettable entrance music wise yeah. lately. It's been yeah. very bland. 
they're not caring as much about that kind of stuff. No, Jim Johnson knew basically, and a lot of wrestlers had input into their music back then. I don't know how it is now. Um, and they could just go up to him and be like, I want this sound. And he could basically just reproduce it. I think it just depends, just like with anything else, it depends who you are. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. So now we can, uh, we can get into it. I want to hear Danny's first. All right. Danny, yeah, yeah. Let's start with Danny. Cause I'm honestly so curious. All right. For the listeners who don't know, when Josh was saying earlier, I am the only one on this podcast right now. That's not a wrestling fan. And I only watched it. A little bit during the Attitude Era, um, and a few times at Josh's house when he'd have people over, mostly because he had food. I would go, but <laughs> hey, I feel like a WrestleMania party is still a good time. And the food at least, great. in some aspects, always yeah. is, always is. So, so I had to do a lot of research for this, um, <laughs> and I just went through and watched uh wrestling intro scan not scantrons but you know scantrons hey, you're taking I a test <laughs> so my number 10 is can't get enough from 1997 flash funk it's uh i don't know anything about the wrestler but he came out and that was like a soul train music video of him coming out down the down the line i was like okay this is dope i have no idea about that wrestler but that song <laughs> was pretty fresh Oh, okay. So I just, I didn't, right. I didn't know what you meant when you said Scantron, but I, he means Titantron. Titantron. Yeah, Titantron. Yeah, Titantron. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. No, because that's totally like a like WWE specific f- word. Okay. So you're, you're telling me Flash Funk? Does it yeah. start with like, Flash, you are so funky? Something like that? Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's a, I mean, that's hey, a good deep, deep cut. cut. Like, yeah. I would have yeah, never wasn't thought expecting, that. Hey, that's See, a deep cut that I've got. And I, I think Flat, Flash Funk is too cold, too cold Scar, Scorpio, right? That Flash Funk was his... I know you don't know, Danny. Yeah, that's it. Flash Funk was his... Um, yeah, it's his like, alter... WWE name. Yeah, pretty sure. Yes, yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. But the whole video is like... it. It's him dancing a lot. And then every once in a while, it's him like, you know, throwing someone around. But it really looks like a Soul Train video. <laughs> so you unwittingly picked like an amazing wrestler who like yes. didn't get his due that like wrestling purists and like big big time fans really like him but he's not someone that's like you're he's not the rock or hulk hogan or someone like that but yeah he, that's hell yeah so you're, you're like that's the indie <laughs> pick that's a that's a good pick Woo. all right that's that's mine go who's next all right mike you want to go next um i'll go next um I thought we were doing our top 15, so I'm going to do my top 10. I'm keeping my list the way I did it. I'm final with my list. Yeah, man. So it's, it's all, I have 20 on mine. It's fine. Don't ask Mike to change things. It gets him stressed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like changing it right now. I might. We'll see. Right now, number 10, Undertaker. Um, kind of. I'm kind of with Undertaker. I just kind of have, like, all of it. You can't. Maybe, okay, then sure I'll do can. the original. Sure you can. I... I Undertaker's never had a bad theme song, so you can just you can do the original dong, the gong one, which is really what I kind of like was thinking going into this, but Fine. it doesn't matter. Uh, Undertaker. For me. <laughs> so okay, we were talking about this a little bit off air, and before so, you got on, <laughs> yeah, uh, Undertaker, you know, had his American Badass run where he was no longer like the 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 um undead zombie uh you know undertaker 
whatever. And uh, he was rode his motorcycle down to the ring, and he came out to at first he came out to Rollin' by Limp Biscuit, and then not long after that it changed to American Badass by Kid Rock. Now, and then also it's worth noting he had those awesome like harder like remixes of his original theme during the yeah. attitude era before that which i always used to fucking love those when i was a kid um but anyway so i've said i think you've all heard me say this but um there's yes we look at both of those now and we think kid rock ew but i want you to put your head in 1999 and think he had limp biscuit and then kid rock not and not to mention wasn't it like one WrestleMania after another where he, one he had Limp Biscuit at Limp WrestleMania Biscuit play him down to the ring? SummerSlam for sure, and Kid Rock did a WrestleMania, I think. Yeah, and I'm not even gonna lie, I had Rollin on my list because like that song would get you hype when Undertaker's coming out and you hear Limp Biscuit. Well, if you think about it, I have action figures with they have like a little boombox that has. Kid Rock's the theme for Undertaker on it that you hit, and it's like his theme, and it's like he would come out on that motorcycle. You keep on rolling. You're like hell, fucking yeah! Someone's about to get their ass kicked. Like someone's head is getting stomped by Undertaker's boot, and it's gonna fucking rock. Uh, And I think no matter what the theme song was, Undertaker always made you feel that way. Here's my thing. This was around the period I stopped watching, but I did see a lot of this. Undertaker had a cool gimmick. I love the coffins, the, you know, his moves, his whole dark, scary music coming out. His changeover was just too weird and drastic. It's like if Sting came out to like skate punk music and like he did with Darby Allen. Yeah. All right. Well, cause <laughs> I don't know much about Sting, so I guess. <laughs> so I'm just saying he changed his some punk, whole gimmick. Some punk fans. That, well, that, so that's the that's the thing that happened around that era, though, is we went from having these like because he's a he was already even at that time. He was a relic of a different era, like where we had these like, wild that characters time. that didn't make any sense to like people's gimmicks became them turned up to 11. Like and so like he's a dude from Texas who likes motorcycles. So like, you know, it made yeah. sense. Um, but yeah, no, I get your like if you're a big fan of like the original or like that's what you're familiar with and then you have this change i could see some people not liking it yeah, and then like strange. after that he kind of did a melding of the two like so yeah, yeah. that one was always yeah weird. and like the later years he kind of became like both where it's like i'm too yeah. old to just be this scary undead guy so i'm like an old school veteran who still is kind of yeah, spooky i do what i want and i'm spooky yeah. too um oh goth grandpa goth yeah. grandpa <laughs> So in I I was waiting for the right opportunity to say this, but um, there's basically like three types of entrance musics, right? So there's the in-house made ones by Jim Johnson or uh, CFOs or whoever, generally like instrumental, maybe a little bit of lyrics or whatever. And then there's ones where they like get an artist, an actual artist, to make a song for the people, for the person, or they get an actual. They pull. In, they're able to get the rights and pull an actual song like out of the lexicon. And and normally it's not like a hit song like that. That's the other thing that kind of makes that a little bit wild. Is like 
they'll they'll get a song big. from an actual artist, but it's not necessarily like a huge hit. And they were able to like Roland was a huge hit before they even said let's do it, you know. So it's it was it's weird, and we'll see all three of those types uh, throughout the list here. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Right, let's move on to Joe. We got a long list of everyone do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So one of the ones I had is Sami Zayn, World Apart. It's just a super fun ska entrance music, and it just Ooh. gets me hyped up every time I hear it. Like it, the crowd will do the woes with it when he's coming out as like the good guy, and it's just it's one of the better new songs that have been out there. That's like made in house, and it fits him too. And it fits him it's perfectly. amazing. I'll talk about it a little later, maybe. Speaking of ska, you're like the only person that ever watches our stories. And I posted one about Scott today, so that's great. I did. I saw that. <laughs> All great albums. <laughs> All right, Josh, what you got? All right. I'm gonna rip I'm gonna rip a band-aid off here. The rock. Yeah. Every version that? of it. It's he's basically <laughs> had the same theme song his entire career with little tweaks. It has him like calling out his catchphrase at the beginning. And then and it's not even the song is like whatever, but you can't listen to the rocks theme song without like seeing in your mind's eye like the rock standing on the turnbuckle with his arm in the air and they always like swing the camera around him and he's just taking it in and i mean there's a reason why he is you know the most popular wrestler uh, of all time yeah, it's absolutely iconic and one of the few wrestlers that could get away from having his catchphrase in the beginning of a song and still coming out like a badass and everyone wants well, all you have to hear is the do do yeah and you're in like uh, the whole crowd is on their feet i mean I at this no point he could... oh go ahead um after i mean i i do love the rocks entrance but after watching moana we know he can sing so why why didn't he pull a john cena i'm just saying i want to hear the rock sing through his whole song that's all he did <laughs> have a he knew that then oh he had that pie <laughs> song on uh, <laughs> the, volume one of those, five. Yeah, one of those volumes. Uh, volume five. He had that song about eating pie. He's like, well, I eat cranberry pie and raspberry pie and blueberry pie, and I, I was like, Did he say poontang kid. pie in the song? Of course, I'm sure. Okay. But and I was like a 12 year old kid. I'm like, Yeah, I, I like pie. <laughs> Having no idea what it meant, and your yeah. mom's like, Shut your mouth. I poontang pie, mom. Yeah, no, pie. totally. We all did that. <laughs> all right, ready for number nine? Wait, Go did for you it. say Josh? Yeah, yeah the, you, rock. the Rock. Yeah, the So my next one is also my wife's favorite. Cause she, after we both said it, she sent me a million gifts of this product. <laughs> my number nine is uh, Mark Henry sexual chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark yes. Henry always had the most amazing smile. His gimmick was hilarious, and I just love that song. Beautiful. Sexual chocolate. It's okay. So top notch. Honestly, that's good. It's a great. It's a great one. Okay, hold on though. I got is is is. Does she like it because of Randy Watson's sexual chocolate from Coming to America? (laughs) Do you like it because of Randy Watson's sexual chocolate, or because of the wrestler? The wrestler. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I'm okay with either or. So could be both. Mark Henry is one of Tab's favorites, and I don't even think she knows about sexual chocolate. So I what? saw Mark does, Henry does later. Know what happened with sexual chocolate? The, the hand. Song? 
No, he in the hand. Is, oh. Does he know the what the outcome of what has happened? No. I, I don't know where you're going. I'm not sure. Are you talking about, about him? You know so that he, Mark Henry? He had a story where he was in a relationship with this old lady, Mae Young, and she gave birth to a, a hand. A physical hand. Just a hand. like not Just a, a hand. Kid, just a hand. It was, the nine, later, it was the late 90s, man. <laughs> in like 2011 or 12 or whatever, uh, an actual hand, like, costume uh, showed up. On Raw and was like, I'm back. It was like for like one of their anniversaries or something. So they kept that storyline going, and we now have a hand that is technically canon in the WWE universe. But yeah, sexual chocolate gave birth to a hand. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's embarrassing. I do like that song though. Yeah, I'm glad he moved away from that gimmick later yeah. on. <laughs> Killing it with my, my list so right. far, guys. All right, my next one. HBK, I'm just a sexy boy. Uh, uh, uh. But better than that, um, I don't know. I don't know what you can say. This is just you hear it and it pumps you up and you're like hell yeah. And then when you when he um, when he comes out and has like he puts that pyro on the ring and he comes out and does that little fucking pose. I'm here for that. That's I give props. To, I give props to Sean for having. A s- extremely dated music, his entire career never changing well, it. He's ever changed it when no. he's in a faction. The only time they change it is the first one. Um, the like, oh, oh, Sean was scary Sherry and it sounded terrible, so they changed yeah. it. But like, yeah. and and Shawn Michaels cannot sing, but he's singing his own theme anyway. So <laughs> props to him forward. for using that theme forever. And yep. you know, a perfect this- example too of like what Mike says. You can have a song that the song blows, but because of the way it makes you feel, because of other things surrounding it, it's an awesome song. Like, so. you just have to hear that, uh, uh, and you're like, let's fucking go. Here we go. Like, <laughs> if you hear that song out of context, you're like, this is terrible. Yeah, and why would anyone come out to the ring to this? Like, this Ass is, Man. Yeah. If you heard Ass Man, like, on the radio, you'd be calling the radio station being like, no, but... Yeah, you hear that in wrestling, you're like, "Ask me as a fucking song." I wish I would have <laughs> added to my list. Man, Ass Man might be on that list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go I, bet it is. I, bet right. It is. I will. I will rip the band aid off another one, and we'll do CM Punk Colts personality. Because that is probably like one of the all-time best songs. That was so hard for me to put, like, where to put that in my list. It didn't make my yeah, top ten though. Wow, that's it's probably one of my like top three for me. That it's it's so iconic that like the fact that he he had to fight basically to get that song as his entrance song to get like the rights to it, and they finally did, and it's just absolutely iconic. And well, if, if you that think about is, it, he has only had two songs that weren't like anything WWE. I mean, like, even on the Indies, he used to come switch. out to uh, AFI. He this came was out the to, thing I was gonna t- that I was excited to tell you, Danny. Wait, what? Yeah, CM yeah. Punk used to come out to Miseria Cantre on the indie scene. Why did that not come up on anything I searched? Because it wasn't like it was like when he wasn't as big. So it well, was like, it, so the thing is, is his other songs were became like iconic because he was so huge. So it it like was overshadowed. Wow. That's sad. Like he brought back a whole new like life to cult of personality, I'm sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I still remember that uh, Cena's in the ring with the title, and then Cult of Personality starts playing, and everyone's kind of like looking around, and then Punk yeah, walks out with the title on and like, like, oh, his return. Yeah. My yeah. God. Yes, for sure. Absolutely iconic. That guitar riff. And if that ever gets played again in an arena, people are going to lose their minds. Oh, I'm wait- my, biggest pop the, ever. The biggest, biggest pop. Yeah, that's the reason why I don't have it on my list is because he doesn't have like that big pop moment with that song. But you know, if you, well, to be fair, when he comes back, if he ever comes, decides to come back, the second you hear, people are literally going to oh, yeah. like, well, look, they, you got to freak the fuck out. Like, think no about what like Paul Heyman does. came out to it as a joke one time. People lost their oh, mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's him. for sure. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Like people freaked out that. then. I do remember so that. That was crazy. Uh, all right, Josh, you're next, right? All right. I'm going to do another. Um, I'm going to do another grouping. Um, all of Triple H's Motorhead themes slap. King yeah. of Kings. Yeah. Uh, the game, time to play the game, and line in the line in the sand. The evolution the theme song is, is my best. favorite one. Evolution's the best one. But yeah, they are all sweet. Uh, I don't know how like he pulled that off. If he's like uh, friends with Lemmy or like what, but he's definitely yeah. friends with. Yeah, Lemmy. I think him and Lemmy hung out all the time and were like pretty close. Him and yeah, he, so Triple H, had, Danny Triple H has three different themes, um, and they're all and they're the all performed ones. by Motorhead. There's the Metallica I remember ones. one. You mean like Metallica played at WrestleMania? I don't know that that necessarily counts. Well, there was that time he was, uh, for, uh, I guess, I think that was the WrestleMania. I guess it was that, just yeah. that one WrestleMania. He's only ever had, know. like, if it's not been, like, after he had, like, I forgot what song it was before the game, but, like, my after time. that, it was, yeah, my time, it was all Motorhead. Yeah, and no. He even got since... Motorhead to do theme songs, like, for NXT events and stuff. Well, he's got Motorhead to do songs for, like, ton of stuff. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Shit, they just put out a, uh, a, I think it was a three LP pressing of basically just all the Triple H's stuff, theme yeah. songs. That were, it was essentially just a Motorhead album. But yeah. Uh, I had all three on my list, so. I th- I was like, they're all the same artist and they're all um, like kind of similar. I felt like they deserved yeah. to just be on one entry. 100%. No, I, I had, yeah. Danny? I feel like after hearing your guys' basic answers, I'm kind of like an elite here. Jeez. <laughs> I know, honestly, I feel like his is a lot more diverse than ours. Uh, my number eight is actually Common Man Boogie by Dusty Rhodes, or but from Dusty Rhodes. Hey, that's, that's solid. A one. It starts with a cowbell and it jumps into like this cool deep synth, like funky synth going on. Yeah. And oh. I mean, he, he came out and he had like that white jerry curl. He looked like trash, but. <laughs> What? You don't think so? I don't know oh, that no, it was a did. jerry curl. It was like yeah. oh, permed. Is that what it is? Yeah, I like the permed blonde hair. Uh, I mean, it didn't look good, but... Good old Dusty. And oh. I do want to point out that this was done by Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire and not our dude that was doing Jim, everyone else's so song. So Jimmy Hart was basically the Jim Johnston before Jim Johnston. Oh, okay. I just Whenever uh, I saw one that wasn't Jim Johnston, I wanted to oh, point it out. Yeah. It was always like... Cause like on that first WrestleMania album I have, it's all, like a lot of the credits are like Jimmy Hart or uh, who's the other one that always did me like Jeff Jarrett maybe maybe Jeff Jarrett I don't know all those like old wrestlers <laughs> who were like big into music they were all like hand in hand and like everyone's theme songs back in the eighties I feel like so yeah that was my number eight 
Hey, what? solid choice. Again, Boom. solid choice. Real I'm solid just going choice. off the music for most of these, though. Yeah. Like, I just watch yeah. the music. <laughs> Which I don't hey, have like memories hey, of these wrestlers because like yeah. if you don't have the connection, like I said, like you'd hear Shawn Michaels and be like, "This is stupid as shit." Yeah, you'd be like, this is a dumb theme song. <laughs> All right, I want to throw in something about the Shawn Michaels song, and this is going to be relevant later too. So I don't have a lot of history watching wrestling, but I played the shit out of SmackDown, SmackDown Two on PlayStation, right. and my brother would always I love play that. Shawn Michaels, and he would come into the room before we started playing video games and do the stupid dance and <laughs> sing it. So, like, I associated with that, like, oh, I hate you, Jeff, right. you bastard. <laughs> oh, what a, I wish I would have known that about Jeff earlier in my life. <laughs> uh, all right, like. mine, number eight, is Kenny Omega. I am a battle cry! Uh, because see. it is a absolute banger, and that freaking breakdown, every time I hear it, the... <laughs> It's like a half. It's like a measure long, and I'm just like, I friggin' love it. I've grown. I've. I love it. So it could lead into my next one on my list because I absolutely hate Battle Cry, and I really. Think it's, oh, I think it's an absolute terrible song, and it, oh, I I'm love bad, it compared to what he used to come out to, which I have his entrance, Devil Sky, uh, it's New Flash Japan, Holmes. New Japan Mark. So he came <laughs> out to. It was like a super like just ominous song, and at one of the Wrestle Kingdoms, he came out to beginning of a song from a video game undertale and it's like this like swooping piano intro and then it goes into his regular theme and it's still like one of my all-time favorite themes it's why i'm so disappointed in battle <laughs> I, I love battle going cry. from that to that is just hard for me i will say I, that i think battle cry is perfect for him like if you said to me like nerdy cat guy who's into Japanese yeah. stuff and video games, like no, it's, <laughs> it's like perfect for him. It fits, but the like, first few times I heard the song, I was just like, "Ah, oh, this is like so lame." And like now, I don't know why. I just, I love it. Like I, it made I'm my still not, I still time. don't love it, but it uh, fits him. I wish like, he could come back to the other stuff. I was doing a workout on the bike the other day, and I put this song on, and I was just like, "Oh, it was." I was going, but yeah. I guess mine and Joe's number eight is Kenny Omega. Yeah, basically. Gosh. Well, should I should I stick with that theme and do Super Kick Party by uh, the Young Bucks theme? You can. That's a great one. It's it's another one that's just perfect for them. Made, it really you know, is. Made, made for them. I think I'm going to buy that uh, seven inch. I keep saying Dude. that. Is it still available? I it was last time I looked. Ooh, um, do, do you remember it. what they used to come out to? I like, do not. Wait, uh, Hanson and Bob. Yes. I was trying to think of what it was yep. today, but I didn't feel like doing the research. Uh, and I was like, whatever. Hopefully it's not like something good. <laughs> yep. No, so, it was Mbop not by that that. If I would have known that, would have been on my list. <laughs> that it definitely um, is one that, you know, is obviously colored by being big fans of theirs and everything they've done in wrestling in the last like year and a half with AEW. But um, yeah, it's uh, I like it. I don't, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, I bet you they will have that theme for the rest of their careers. I bet you oh, won't, sure. won't change What's unless the- they like heel turn or something. But so that was your number eight. Yes, I think so. That was eight. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at because I'm, I'm highlighting crap. the ones that other people do that are on my list too. Oh crap! I'm not- All right, my next one comes from the Attitude Era, and, and this one is about how they came out. Oh, like and their whole gimmick. My number seven is Bangin' 
and it's Scotty Too Hotty or Too Cool. What a yes, song. Yes. Do you remember when... <laughs> do you remember yes. when... Uh, so, like, Rikishi, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He joined him, and he would also do the dance with yep. the glasses on. Like, yep. how stupid it was, but... It's <laughs> a day. Yeah. Such a they beautiful were, product of its time. They were terrible. And I, had, I speaking of SmackDown, the game, I would always make the worm move, my finishing move for the characters <laughs> I made. Why, why not? I mean... <laughs> so, yeah, that that's mine. Banging. Hey, that's solid choice. That's a good one. Yes. All right, my number seven. Uh, Seth Rollins, the second coming, burn it down. Mm. That, that, just the intro, the it literally like that drum beat pops in my head probably four times a week. I swear to God, and I'm not even like. Like, I feel like that song's not even like, like, Josh just, like, groaned. It isn't the best theme song, but that friggin' song gets stuck in my head every, like, every week. I swear to God. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I groaned. I groaned because that song has so much potential. And, you know, they changed, sure. like, so he had this song, and then they added the burn it down thing to it. And, like, the crowd gets hyped yeah. for that. But No, get rid of the burn it down. Seth is like into the same kind of music we're into and like is friends with a bunch of those bands. Like how did they not get one of those bands to do a vert? Like, yeah, add I don't some know lyrics how to that. I don't song. know how they haven't had Parkway drive come out and do a song for him. Ooh, it's like his he, band. He absolutely loves. There's like videos of him going insane in a pit at a Parkway drive show. Like him yeah. going nuts. Yeah. He loves them. So that's the, the missed potential of that song is why I groan. But maybe that'll happen after he, you know, becomes a good guy again sometime in the future. Yeah. I liked him. The few little things I saw about him. Yeah, no, Seth Rollins is, for the most part, is great. All right. My seventh is Shinsuke Nakamura, Rising Sun. There it is. It's one of those ones that somehow, like, he already had a pretty awesome theme in New Japan. And it's one of the few that WWE gave him an even better theme, in my opinion. And then did nothing with him. Yep. <laughs> As per usual. Yeah. Nope. Awesome theme song. Well, Black Luster running WWE. theme song recently. I, th- I, don't, I think it's something different now. Is it really? Yeah. It's not. I'm like, why would you get rid of. That shows how much I paid attention recently. The, well, like one of the best theme songs in the past it's few years. Whatever. Incredible. That's WWE. Um, Question. Yes. What's New Japan? Is that a wrestling league? Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, Japan's like top wrestling. That's okay. getting kind of bigger in the U.S. now. It's been before it was very like kind of minor, but now it's, it's like starting to come over here more frequently and getting a bigger yeah. audience. It's exploding gotcha. over here in the last like four or five years. So, um, so I yeah. that is actually, we all love it. That's one song I decided to just keep off of my list because I knew Joe was most likely going to put it on. So it's <laughs> like I'm just not even. A, oh, he's one of my all time favorites, and it's a shame yeah. that it's been wasted. Well, when I texted you guys and said, I know we're going to have like four or five that are the same. Should we rip the Band-Aid off and do those first? That was one of the ones I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. My turn. Yeah. All right. Which one of these do I want to pick? Because um, mine are not in any order. Okay. So this is a more recent. Well, I guess it's not super. It's recent, but also not recent. But uh, Jungle Boy, Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. 
Yeah, I I was thinking about adding that. I literally couldn't have a more perfect um, theme song for somebody. And um, I kind of want to explain this to Danny because I know he doesn't know. But Danny also has another weird connection to this. Um, Oh, so Yeah. So Jungle Boy wrestles in AEW. He is Luke Perry's son. Looks just like him, but he has long hair. And he has like he wears like a loincloth out to the ring. But he's in it. And so Tarzan Boy is like a perfect song for him. And it was his song on the indies, but then Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, bought the rights to it so he could use it in W or in AEW. Your connection is he is in a tag team called Jurassic Express with a wrestler called Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus <laughs> is that wrestler guy that was on the season of Big Brother that you and I watched when we lived together. The guy who was a wrestler and his wrestler name was Judas. Wow, that was seven stages of Nicholas Cage. There. <laughs> no, but I was, no, I was excited but to be like, Danny guy. knows who that guy is. So, um, Danny knows yeah. this guy. It's so yeah. funny things like that because like Sarah's like, we watch wrestling once. She's like, wait, that guy was from the real world and it was about the Miz. And she's yeah. like, wait, he actually made it? Like, no, yeah, he did. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that's mine for that one. Um, number six. Danny, I'm just trying to pull you in, man. No, I like it. No, in between when I don't have stuff to say, you remember how you told me to have a wrestling song that would be for me? I'm like trying to go through songs real quick. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, my number six, I'm surprised no one said it. Maybe I just have bad taste because this is a memory. Kane, back when he wore a mask out of the fire, like that was like what you were talking about with Undertaker. Like that's when I was like, oh, shit's about to get real. Like Dude, back then when Kane Kane's music hit, you knew shit was about to go down. You're like, and he, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. he looked terrifyingly awesome. He had the robot voice because they didn't want to I... actually talk. Yeah. I wish he would have never taken off the mask. <laughs> yeah. Maskless Kane is my favorite entrance theme. Stop. Whoa. Is it the one now where he's wearing a suit? Is that the song you like? Nah. Joe, were you a host on the show when that happened? No, I've heard about it many times. Okay. <laughs> we had a guy. We had a guy on Top Rope Review, a, some guest that Will got. He was like a kid's book author, but he was also a wrestling fan. And he said that Maskless Kane was his favorite wrestler of all time. And we were all like, stop the fucking presses. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> you're like, That's not even like a hot take. Like, you're just like saying that just to like say No, it. I think he genuinely believed that. But I was just well, like. No, that's how? what I'm saying. Like, you how? have to like believe that just to like believe that. Um, and not Kane. Maskless Kane, like he made a point to say maskless Kane. Like we all looked at each other and we're like, mm, no. No, he was like, so cool. Hey, Linda before. McMahon is my favorite big man. No, yeah, like, no, no, she's no. not. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, six, number six. Yep, yep. So I had Triple H and like uh, the game and like Evolution, but we kind of already talked about that. That's why so, you have extra. Exactly. So I'm going to go with uh, NWO, Voodoo Child. I also had that on my list. That's... Did they come out to Voodoo Child, or did Hogan come out to Voodoo Child well, by himself? I think himself? they kind of did Child both. is like the NWO, like... When I think NWO, I think that song, Yeah, too. that's like... Bow, wah, wah, bow. Yeah, but the it's NWO like theme WWE. is not Voodoo Child. It's a different no, song. It's it is, but... Hogan sucks, so we can we can allow it. Look, it's on 
I feel like this is just. Why don't you just say the NWO theme then? It's try- that's also good. I to- did, but I was trying to make it. Honestly, when I was taking notes, I just said Voodoo Child because I was trying to make it easy for if Danny was doing a playlist. Which is crazy because like <laughs> the NWO make, like, theme is on Spotify, my friend. I, didn't, I was doing it on YouTube. I didn't want my Spotify year end to get all weird. <laughs> it is crazy to see how they got to the rights to a Jimi Hendrix song for a wrestling theme. Like that's Eric Bischoff was pretty, just talking about that on uh, podcast I was listening to. I, but I thought that happened in WWE, not in WCW. No, it was WCW. No, it was WCW. Yeah, yeah, it was. He brought it over I, with him, I think. Okay, because yeah, I was—I remember him being yellow well, and I think, yellow and I red think and coming out WWE to it. WWE got the rights. They got that song with it. Mm, okay. Because it was already like. Because you got to remember, he came over with WCW when they got bought again and was the heel again. Yeah, I don't remember him coming out to it except for when he when he turned face after leaving, like after NWO's. Run yeah, was yeah. done in WWE. I don't remember him playing it before that, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm right. Right, I'm just, right. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, it. My next one is Daniel Bryan, Flight of the Valkyries. Ooh, what? Yeah, that one just gets oh, like I didn't power so to I, it. It's just yeah. such a great entrance song for him. The only reason I didn't do Daniel Bryan's or like Macho's Madness or anything like that is because I felt like those were like Ric Flair's or something. Because it was like I felt like those were already like. I guess it'd be the same for CM Punk, so never mind. My, yeah, well, I mean, and, it's a li- it's and, a licensed song, and, yeah. and so it, so is Undertaker's first too. theme. Yeah, exactly. Never mind. <laughs> it made sense to me when I was making my list. <laughs> Josh, no, I, for sure, I agree with you. All right, uh, Metalingus by uh, for Edge by Alter Bridge. Yeah, perfect example of. I never thought I'd ever listen to Alter Bridge, but. We'll put him in a top ten list. Put it with yeah. put it with Edge, um, and that you know you think you know me, and oh, the it's the yeah. way they the cut for that song yeah, for yeah. Edge is different too. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because they go right into like the like breakdown part of it to yeah. start. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. when Edge came out at the Royal Rumble. Oh, goosebumps, man! Yeah, yeah. After being away for how many years? Did the manager ever going to wrestle? He was done. <laughs> there wasn't even any thought that it was going to happen again. I uh, whatever. We don't need to get into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Did that was you my say yours? Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. You're up. You're top five. Uh, my number five. I I know nothing about this wrestler, but it's a Zebrahead song, so I got excited because I like Zebrahead. <laughs> With legs like that, Maria. <laughs> oh, Maria. <laughs> Maria. Yeah. But I really like Zebra Head. It's a great and song. The, the Her, like, you know, video of her coming out, it looks like uh, the music video for Stacy's mom. And it's like that song. And I'm like, oh, this is a fun song. I'm going to throw it on the list. There's no wrong wrestler? reason to have something on your list in this uh, No. In this episode. No, this is this list is nothing. Nothing's wrong. Mike. Cool. I survived. Oh, oh yeah, I'm next. Sorry. Um, Finn Balor, catch your breath. So um, good. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you can ever like see Finn Balor come out and not get goosebumps when this happens, especially when there's a, a physical crowd there. Yeah. You can like. Well, audience participation. If there's some sort of audience participation 
with your theme, like gangbusters. Like, yeah, it just makes it so much better. So, yeah. Next on my list, I have. Oh, so, yeah, I had, uh, one more. I had one thing, uh, other thing I wanted to mention about this song. Uh, I actually made a note of it. Sorry to cut you off. Um, the intro to this song, like when he first comes out and all like the smoke is billowing and stuff, I think that's just a Gene Simmons bass uh, guitar <laughs> song. Because that's exactly what he does. I'm cutting this out. Solos when he's <laughs> cutting this out of the podcast. I mean, he is also called the Demon. <gasps> Shit, Joe, you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I didn't think of that. The demon from WCW is like, that's gimmick infringement, brother. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Next to my list, I have Bray Wyatt, Live in Fear. So it was the song before the one he has now. Yeah, it was just so like ominous and just another one of those where it just suits the character so perfectly. Yeah, back then, yeah. They've murdered that character so bad that I can't even. I know. Let's not talk about that. I that is a good thing. That, that, that era of him. No. Was oh, that era, era, yeah. Cult leader Bray was the best Bray. Yeah. This is good to know because Bray Wyatt's later on my list since the newer song. So. That one's good too. Yeah, it's still a good Damn. song. Anyways, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah. Sure up next. All uh, right. Um, this this might get a groan from the crowd. Uh, uh, no, maybe I won't do that one. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to do that one. <laughs> Dude, Judas. Hey. Something pretty it's, badass about coming out to your own band song, and then the crowd like he's a that heel, and the rocks. crowd still sings the song. I'm gonna say yeah. it. That song friggin' rocks. Who's that? Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho. Chris Jericho. Oh, gross. Fozzy song. song. Yeah. It rocks. The song rocks. So I will say that this is probably like the catchiest, most like it's it's got. A, I don't know if it's like their highest selling song it's of all time, but it's it's highest. definitely the 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 most like. It's, well known. The, it's probably the best song they've ever written. I'll say it's, it's probably the good. only good song. I don't think for Sherco wrote it, but it's fucking good. <laughs> I bet Rich Ward probably wrote it, if we're being honest. I think, yeah, no, he definitely had a different probably. writer. Does, Jericho doesn't write a lot of his songs. <laughs> I didn't give Fozzie the chance because you were super gung-ho about them and they were a wrestling band, you know. Jericho, so I was like, I don't really care about Fozzie. So I wasn't gung. I was. I went to Fozzie shows because I was a Chris Jericho fan, not because I was super, super, super into Fozzie. Oh, and I got to meet him because of it. So I'm like, it's fine. I mean, he's totally kind of ruined that for me in the last year. But sure has. um, You know. All right, my number four. Right? Yeah, we're on number four. Yeah. Uh, this one's just a jam. And it's Sky's the Limit, Sasha Banks, WrestleMania 32, and Snoop Dogg came out with her and saying, hey. um, I only know Sasha Banks from a few times watching the Josh's, Josh's house, and it was she was dope. She um, rocks. The song's a banger, well, though. That song um, is a banger. Have you watched right The Mandalorian? Yeah. Is Sasha Banks in The Mandalorian? She sure is. She oh. sure is, my friend. You, you know those episodes with the, 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 uh, the three Mandalorians, one of them's one of them's right here on my wall here. Yeah. And yeah. she's the other girl. Oh, my God. She's gotten better. So yeah. yeah, the song's <laughs> just dope. And now she's even cooler. And her cousin Snoop Dogg. I know. And she got to come down the ring to Snoop Dogg singing. So come on. Yeah, that song was awesome. Until he went on AEW and then they canceled his line with The Undertaker. <laughs> Who? They did. 
Snoop Dogg was supposed to do a clothing line with The Undertaker, and they had like announced it, and then he went on AEW, and they were like, ah, we're not going to do that no more. Okay. Immediately. Yep. Mike, you're up. Oh, I'm next. Uh, Kevin Owens, fight. Mike's doing all these generic ones. (laughs) (laughs) I. Mike loves a good judge, Mike. Mike. Mike loves a good riff. I have to I have to toast Mike's nuts a little bit. That's well, part and of I was thing. also trying to like avoid I was trying to think of where you two were putting things. So I was trying to dodge some bullets. You didn't know that but, actually Danny was a sleeper here. Yeah, I didn't know pull Danny out all the hits. Pull out all the, all the nuts. <laughs> but no, I think um this this is a great theme song. You can't tell me it's not. That's it's my a great opinion. theme song. I don't know that. Maybe it's... number four is a little high, but at the time I wrote my list, if you put like- it above Undertaker, <laughs> actually, you put it above all of Undertaker's themes combined. That's bold. Sometimes those Undertaker themes drag. <laughs> so I can only listen to that song for ten minutes so many times. You know, it's fair. I still wouldn't put Kevin Owens' song above it, but I also didn't put my songs in any order, so I didn't either. Yeah, and you guys are messing up my orders, so sorry. Um, next on my list, I have Aleister Black's theme song mm, by Incinerary, yeah. which Ooh, is another solid. such a awesome song. It's just this hardcore punk song. Like it fits the guy perfectly. You would like this. You would like yeah. this wrestler, Danny, and you would like this song. Code Orange this... played this song out to him at one of the shows before. Is it a Code Orange <laughs> song or is it? Uh, I think they were involved in it. It's an Incinerary song. Oh, OK. They might have. I don't know. They might have had some sort it's... of. It's interesting. This is one of those. So sometimes, um, especially with wrestler songs, in-house wrestler songs that have lyrics, it'll be like, man, they should have made a full song instead of just because like this song is basically just they just it's like repetitive. I was like, oh, if this was like this was on this was on my full list and and I love it. It pumps me up. It's on like my workout mix and everything. But I, I'm, I'm always like, man, if they would have just made this like a, a full song, it would have been even cooler. But... 100%. So, all right. Um, I can't believe we haven't heard it yet, but maybe that's because it's on the top of people's lists. No, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to do Glorious Domination, Bobby Roode. Another one of CFO's amazing theme songs. That put a wrestler over because of the theme song, but then the wrestler never got pushed anywhere. That song was like the most popular thing in WWE for like yeah, it literally made months. him a main eventer almost. Like I don't, I believe without that song, I don't think Bobby Roode ever does anything in NXT. Oh, for sure, one. Bobby Roode is not. That song got him over. Whose dog is that? It's mine. Tell Ace <laughs> to shut up. I'm sorry, we just got a package. Uh, he's done now. Oh, I love things. I'm now. Hey, shut up. All right, he's good. I'm leaving it in. The person left. <laughs> All right. My number three is that Bray Wyatt song from WrestleMania 30 when the band was playing and they all looked like, uh, Plague Doctors. I oh, think, yeah. wasn't that Code Orange as well? Or am I was wrong it? on that? I think I they no. Then Code Orange is the newest song. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm confusing. What? Who came out of that WrestleMania? 
Uh, whoever did his living, it was his living fear song. It was just by whoever they, the band that does it. I think Mark Crozer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I wrote that down. I just know that like he did his little like walk with his lantern, but the yeah. band looked really cool playing with their. Like, oh, I, yeah. Okay, they were like I all just, the scarecrow kind of like scarecrow yeah. stuff. It was really cool. Yep. All right. I think I've seen Bray Wyatt what, wrestle once in my life, but still that. That was a cool intro. Yeah, the imagery is just awesome with it. Michael. Hey, Bear Rocks. Um, yeah, my original number three is The Rock, but since we've already talked about it, I'm going to do uh, Fandango. Mike. <laughs> really? You took all, look, we're in the top three, and you took them all. So, you yeah, think... we're going to do Fandango. That wouldn't even hit my top ten, but sure. It's <laughs> in my honorable mentions. Oh, I should have. Well, all my. Oh, you know what? I take it back. Nope, you nope, said it's it. Not, it's on record. It's one I can do. No, it's on record. Because this one I'd much rather put in a top three spot than Fandango. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, Buyaka, Buyaka, 619. I was surprised no one had said a Rey Mysterio yet. Because when Rey Mysterio gets shot up from underneath the friggin' stage, that is friggin' awesome. And this <laughs> song wanna, is just awesome. I just want to focus on how you put... Fandango above. <laughs> I did theme song. I, do you know? Do you know who uh, my... performs that song? Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I don't. Pod. Really, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Did not know that. You're welcome. Six one nine. So I also have a Mark Henry song on my list. Yeah. It was by Three Six Mafia. That was also almost on my list. So I didn't realize until I was putting this list together that they're the ones that perform that song Mm -hmm. because the version that they use on TV isn't they like in the actual song. They say like three, six, mafia, like at the beginning. But on the one that he comes out to, they don't. They cut that that out. Like, no, they're not getting any free promotion on our show. No plugs. No (laughs) plugs on WWE. No, that song rules, and it was like... Oh, that's solid. It's when they transitioned Mark Henry from this like comedy character to like, oh shit, this guy's gonna fuck my day up character. Somebody's <laughs> hey, about to get their forget, ass kicked. still holds several records and, and uh, strength. Oh, um, 100%. He's about to get their head whipped. But the fact that they were able to redeem him from having a child hand into a, <laughs> world, a world champion that was like terrifying. Oh, yeah. the salmon suit. Uh, yep, and he said, I ain't done yet. Yeah. Man, what a time! I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reminiscing. <laughs> all right, um, all right. You know, Danny asked me about this one, but and I said I don't know that it'll be on there. But then the more I thought about it, it's become a meme. Uh, he performs it himself. <laughs> this uh-huh. crowd sings along with it. Yeah, but do John Cena? My time is now. When he comes out. You know, has that da, 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 da. the crowd sings John Cena sucks. It's it's that song is a life of its own at this point. It's it's become quite iconic. It's still not a good song, but man, it's taken a life of its own. Well, I think we've had a couple on here that weren't actually good songs, but <laughs> yeah, just 100%. because of everything else. All right. Wrestling. <laughs> My number Danny. two. Uh, in 2020, Edge started coming out to Rob Zombie's Never Gonna Stop, and I love Rob Zombie, and I actually like Edge, so I'm gonna go with that for number two. <laughs> that was hey, a good one. That's yeah. all. Never gonna stop. Yeah. Oh. 
And um, all of his themes have had that, like, you think you know me at the beginning, even yeah, the, the yeah. one that I said, all the way from his first one when he first broke off the brood. So, yep. That's wild. Uh, my yeah. number two uh, is I'm keeping it number two because I'm going to get yelled at for picking one of my honorable mentions <laughs> uh, is Sami Zayn because it's. Honestly, just a great ska song uh, by itself. Mike, we're not doing them over again. You got to pick another one. It was already said. Well, okay, then fine. Zack Ryder (laughs) is my number two top wrestling theme song. It's going to be Zack Ryder then. Uh, Whoa, radio. (laughs) That's fine. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Mike was just mad that he didn't get to say the ska one. So he's like, I'm saying it anyway. (laughs) Honestly, I will put Zack Ryder as my number two pick. That was a great song. The boy band song, and I think Danny would well, love Well, liking it. boy bands is, I mean, I think it's a reality for him, but it's also become part of his gimmick, so it, I think yeah. it is kind of perfect for him. Yeah. So. Uh, and the, one of my lists, since we've done a lot of the big hitters already, I put something that's relatively new is Orange Cassidy's new theme. It's the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? Oh. I think They that did? They played that? Yeah, he that got, he had they got the right it was way now. better. Well, they couldn't get the rights to his OG theme well, song because they wouldn't answer his, the emails. I think the, what was his OG his, theme song? Jefferson Starship Jane. Oh, okay. I I don't think it fits him. I'm sorry. I think it fits him. I don't like it enough. <laughs> I, I you don't it. like that era of music. You're right. It might just be the Pixies. You don't like the Pixies. Give it's me totally a couple. Just the Pixies. You stop. He just debuted it this week, so give me a few. Give me a few more weeks with it. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll turn. It off. At this point, anytime anyone comes out to a song I've heard on the radio in AEW, I get excited because yeah, Tony Khan's just like, oh, yeah, I'll buy that real song for you. Thing. All right. Oh, man. To, to pick out of what I have left here. Um, do I pick the only WCW song I have on my list? Yeah. Wolfpack, baby. Has that, has that nice wolf. Uh, howl at the beginning to call out to the fans. It's not a great theme song, but if you think back to that time period and like uh, emulating like No Limit Soldiers, I think uh, it's sweet. And you know, I'm a I'm an old school click mark. I I love all those dudes, regardless of them being problematic or not. Um, um, and none of them are like Hogan problematic, but they're still right, all a different problematic. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, um, it's hard to find a non-problematic person in the bunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I've had good experiences with. I've met all of them except Triple H, and I've had good experiences with with all of them. So um, anyway, yeah, that's my. Uh, oh, I know not 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 everyone in the Wolf Pack, but I've met all of the Click. Uh, so, yeah. Name dropping here. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So my number one. It was going to be John Cena, but I've mixed it up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I guess the most iconic because I was a huge fan back when I watched is Loaded by Zach Tempest, the Hardy Boys theme song. Hey. I was a big fan of Lita and the Hardy Boys. Like, that was my jam. Them jumping off ladders. That's what I was in for. No, Mike is a big fan, too. When we had a WrestleMania party and the Hardy Boys showed back up, he ripped his shirt off and started dancing to it. <laughs> he was so drunk, too, though. <laughs> yeah, they, like, surprise came back a couple years ago, and it was... They had a match in all weeks the night before. What? I didn't think they'd be at WrestleMania. No, none Come of on. us did. They came out, and we no. all freaked out. You just I freaked out a pants. little bit more. 
Well, I have a Russell uh, Hardy Boys necklace in my room. Of course yeah. I'm going to go grab that. It's more of a choker than a necklace at this point. <laughs> it doesn't fit me like a choker. I wish it fit me like a choker. That's what it's supposed to be. All right, my number one. We're doing it. Stone Cold Steve motherfucking Austin. Uh, I, I won't do what you tell me. Come on. Yeah. You can't. I say that for is, you. I say yeah, I was going to say it too, and I decided not to for your benefit. Wrestling theme song of all time. You hear that glass shatter, and yeah, that's it. It's, it's done. Like, he wouldn't no even crowd. need the song. You just hear that glass shatter, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. no. And it, so the original story is Jim Johnson went up to Stone Cold, and they're like, they want to give you a theme song. What do you want? Like, what do you want? He's like, I want. I, he showed him uh, Killing in the Name of, and basically Jim Johnson wrote Stone Cold's theme song based off of Killing the Name of. And I think the glass, the glass shatter is a mixture of like a bunch of car crashes on top of each other, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, you can't think of a more iconic wrestling theme song than... Especially from that era. It's been my... It has literally been my ringtone for like the past... Since I've had an iPhone that I can make my own ringtones. Yeah. Like... Dude, I was listening to it on my walk, and it made I wanted to beat somebody up. Like, yeah, was, you want yeah, to just just see the bumped. first person you see and just like go tackle them and like just kick their ass and like <laughs> slam two beers. But yeah, that's my number one. Uh, my last song, not necessarily my number one, is Okada's theme song. When oh. the with the coins drop, it's just it's, Japan, it's a very yeah I know. But I'm just it's a very it, it's a very iconic thing for that company like it's like their version of glass shattering when you hear the coins drop yeah in a way it's like oh god look at that oh man i don't know what to pick from the the four i have left here you told me earlier number one was william regal like actually the... i love oh, william man, regal that theme, song so <laughs> i love the booze He's like that man. song <laughs> oh man um all right I'm here. We go. Okay, you guys, you guys help me choose without knowing what they are. I have an AEW theme that's really not so much about the theme as it is about the wrestlers. I have a WWE like recent theme that's about the wrestlers, but the song also gets me hype. And then I have probably our one glaring omission from the Attitude Era. Let's do the omission. Yeah. D Generation yeah. X. Yeah, that's fair. When that I was a kid, fair. I thought that was actually Rage Against the Machine doing that song. <laughs> I could see why, yeah. I could see that, why. Yeah, for sure. Um again, another Jim Johnson masterpiece. And yeah. like so like you're saying, another rage song. Think of the times. Yeah, 100%. It's it has such big rage against machine vibes. Well, you could even I mean, not even just Degeneration X, you can even branch off and talk about like uh Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Like, yeah. their entrance in and of itself is could be on this list. Like, the, oh, you didn't know, like, at that time? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's nothing I, bigger. I was just, I was thinking, like, with, with the one, the old ones, because there's a lot of, like, really good old ones, especially when you think for the time. Yeah. Um, but I was, like, for for the old ones I have on my list, I'm, and, and you guys said a lot of the old ones I have on my list, they're, like, do they have they aged well? Do they still get you hyped? 
And that one yeah. still get me. That hyped. one definitely. I'm not gonna, like I said it in the last one I did that I was a click mark. Like people groan about the DX reunions. I never have. I don't. Care. I had. I, a, I had a fun time with it. Yeah. I so. that was when I was out, so I didn't just deal fun. with it. I don't have to have that black mark on me. Does anyone have any honorable mentions that they wanted to clear out that didn't get said? I have one. I have kind. Of, I have kind of two. Um. Here we go. Eric Bischoff's "I'm Back." Oh God, Mike! That song rock. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better than. I've that. never gave two shits about Eric this Bischoff. Did, so. This did remind I me of one glaring omission on our list. That I don't know. It might be Mike's. Vince McMahon. Yeah, 100%. No chance yep. in hell. Yeah. yeah. I had it higher on my list originally um, when I did my first rough draft, and then I put it over to. It got bumped for something that I didn't even write it down because I thought someone was going to say it. Really? Yeah. I, did, I didn't either. I thought I thought, I for thought it sure. was a lot. Well, well, no chance in hell is going to be my. Uh, that's my honorable mention. And then I had like Fandango, and I had like I had instead of Josh's um, Judas, I had all of Jericho's just as an honorable mention because yeah. honestly, Jericho's like, theme is good. Jer- yeah. like his. All of his have been great. And then Tanahashi. That's a great one. Is probably my last one. Yeah. I, I had Booker T written down that one. Oh, that's solid. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a good hype hype song. Yeah. All right. So the, the three I still have on my list are the Lucha Bros theme. And that's just because I love yeah. the Lucha Bros. And their yeah. theme is good. Um, the Usos theme. I love the Uso's theme yeah. is a perfect example of like what I was saying with Alistair Black's theme where it's like if this was a full song it would oh, be so 100%. cool and I love that they did it themselves like it's them on the you know and then my last one was a troll I do have ass man on my honorable mentions <laughs> see so. uh, it's a great I'm song. surprised no one did New Day I thought it was a fun one so New Day is awesome New Day's theme is not yeah New oh. Day seems very like I mean, it's good. It's good. Um, there's nothing like terribly wrong with it. It's just I don't know. It doesn't. I think stand the cool thing about the New Day's theme is it reminds you what they overcame because they wanted to be creatures at first. Like, yeah, it's like a gospel I mean, entrance almost. Yeah, which is I mean because they've always had that theme even when they were like yeah. that gospel. And they didn't have to change so, it. Just made it work. Yeah, they yep. just were like F it. So honestly, I think in a way New Day does kind of work then. But yeah, no, definitely not in the way that I thought. And just I, I worked this down from a list of like 70 songs. I had like Christian at last on there. Yeah, well, there's I, so that, many more that, that I could have put. Oh, God, I love that, <laughs> that There was ones that I was like, do I put this on here? There's so many that I was like, I, this this list could literally change tomorrow if I sat down and did it again. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do a weekly rewind. What do you got, Danny? I, I don't got nothing this week. What? Nothing? Uh, some music. Cool company. Who knows? It's a funky pop song. Um, the new Snoop Dogg song is again great. Roaches in my ashtray. Kind of a stupid premise, but it it bangs. It's a good song. I'm kind of excited for a new Snoop Dogg album, which I can't say I've said in many, many, many years. Uh, Brockhampton, Count on Me, another cool hip hop happy song. I have a lot of hip hop this week, actually. That Brockhampton uh, song's great. I think a lot of rock didn't come out this week. 
Say what? I feel like a lot of rock didn't come out this week. For the Gang, 42 Doug, featuring Roddy Rick. It's a good song, too. I don't know anything about them. There's a song called uh, Nightmare in Paradise from a movie coming out by Paliel Royal. I don't love it, but I didn't hate it. So, <laughs> uh, And then a cool electronic jam song, Lane 8, Is This Our Earth? That's fun. And a cool pop punk song is Pink Shift, Mars. And I have two What the Fuck songs, but let's see if anyone else has any songs to recommend. I, I will say uh, I would like to just continue to recommend uh, the Lipstick Jody singles. <laughs> those are, I'm just, they're so good. I've been, li- they're part of my, like, my row, my uh, walk rotation. So, um, I have a couple albums I'd like to mention. Sure. Um, so Kelly Massey came out with a new album last week called Last. That's really good. Kelly Massey, they're a, like a really good punk band out of Chicago. Um, also last week, Paul Stanley's Soul Station, Now and Then, uh. came out. Um, I'm just putting that on because it's Paul Stanley doing Motown, and it's different and cool. Um, There's another band that has an album coming out that I want to plug that I I don't know anything about them, but they showed up on, I don't know, I checked them out, and I was like, this is really, really good. And I pre-ordered their album, and I want to plug them. They're called Palette Knife. Um, I believe. You believe? <laughs> a palette knife? Yeah, no. Well, we've. I feel like someone's talked about them. Did Doug talk about them? Maybe, maybe? I maybe I, I talked Doug about talked them the last time I was on. Uh, I feel like an idiot because I can't find it now. I thought I had it saved. Palette knife. Check them out. Yeah, check <laughs> them out. <laughs> um, I have a couple as well. There's a new Freddie Gibbs single, which is very good. There is Rap Boys just put out like a new album that's kind of like reimagined versions of some of their songs that from before. And then the Antlers came out with a new album that's excellent. The Antlers? Yeah. Okay. I um I like this trend that we're seeing of reimagined re-releases, and I'm here for it. So please keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm liking it. You know, uh, I gave everyone the homework of saying uh, what. Uh, what would your wrestling theme song be? And I don't know if we all remembered. Um, I did at the last minute. <laughs> do you I guys remembered. have yep. one? I have one. Go ahead. Uh, you. Mine yeah. is super typical and obvious, but Coheed, Welcome Home. Like that, <laughs> that I hate, I like you get tired of the song, but man, wouldn't that, that intro? No, it'd be badass perfect. intro. Like it would just it be would unbelievably good. Be perfect. The band was called Pellet Knife. Uh, I recommend them. <laughs> I just wanted to confirm. I ca- they wouldn't show up on my Spotify, and I was like, this is stupid. I know that's what it's called, but I found it. Like, you got, uh, a, you got a theme? Or Go ahead, a Danny. theme song? Uh, Danny, go. Let me think. Uh, I, I, a song that always got me pumped up. I would be all godly looking when I wrestled if I did this, but it would be Slipknot Left Behind from the Iowa album. That'd be good. It's a good jam. Um, well, if I was a wrestler, I would be the rude boy. So <laughs> I would come out to a 
Ska? Ska song, but I don't know what. I don't remember what I came out to when I did basement wrestling. I feel like I feel like the specials would be a good. Ska yeah, I'd probably come out to a little like bit. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Ooh, go, I'm Ghost coming Town out to will be Ghost good. Town. But Ghost Town's kind of too much of a chill Scott song to come out to. Come out I love Ghost Town. And then I'm gonna you can be like, you can be like the spooky rude boy. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd um, will just have, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Mine won't be any fun because none of you know it, but uh, No Bragging Rights has a song called Blind Faith that has like the perfect like guitar riff like build up intro. Like where they're they're like playing like a little a little thing and then all of a sudden the song hits. So you could like let the let the little riff play and then as as the like the rest of the song comes in that's when i like break through the curtain oh. it's really stereotypical though because like every indie wrestler has like a like a hardcore song or like a, a rock song like but yeah hey sometimes All it right. works are you ready for my rant yes i'm Let's really excited it. for this oh, rant oh. what the fuck songs the offspring already not very excited about them releasing new music but this new song what the fuck is this the horns sound like the score to a super nintendo game they had a song about rough Wait, sex that sounds in good the... no in not in a good way okay like maybe like chip <laughs> and dale's no, rescue bad. ranger kind of um they that already had a song about rough sex back on the conspiracy of one album called want you bad and this is just like this sounds like them making fun of that band playing that song. Because it's like it's, a pathetic person. Yeah. It's it's becoming a trend with them where they release a terrible song for each album because they did that bumping in my trucks trunk song. <laughs> I forgot about bumping. Yeah, that my song truck. is so awful too. What is the demographic they're going for? I don't I don't know. Like who do they want to listen to their music? They clearly don't want any of their old fans and they don't want smart young fans. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing anymore. Want, like, people What's the name of the song? Ages who don't care about music at all. <laughs> what's, what's the name of the song, Danny? From the nineties. Uh, whatever. Hold on, I gotta look it up. So so mad I didn't even write it down. Is it it's we never not let the bass have roll, that's the other one. Yeah. Like just listen to the the horns. Put it on. Okay, oh, I'm gonna put it on. No, I am. <laughs> the song makes me angry. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe it's the same band anymore. Like I get changing, but this sounds like I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's something. Doesn't this sound like DuckTales? <laughs> something. It sounds like something. Squirrel nut zippers. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Like, even the you album know, cover. Like, look at the... Uh, yeah, that looks so bad. Ew. God. Sometimes I feel bad when we, like, dunk on a band. Because I'm like, these are real people. We shouldn't... Yeah. We need to not, like, not be too mean. And I'm like, no, this, no, I don't feel bad. <laughs> like, Let the Bad Times Roll is a bad song, but it was catchy enough that I could find myself once in a while humming it in my head and be like, what are you doing? Don't sing that song. But this song, there is no appeal to it at all. And this is a 55-year-old man singing this song, too. Like, 55 years Oh, yeah. Offspring, offspring are old, man. It's... I didn't know he was 55. Another what-the-fuck song. Not that it's terrible. Maybe I'm just remembering garbage differently. But Garbage released a song, and I'm I'm totally behind the theme of the song. It's men who rule the world. It's about how women, you know, inequality in the workplace and many other areas. 
But the song, like the music to it, the structure sounds like something off Manson's like latest two albums, like wannabe poppy metal weird stuff. I just don't like the background music. I'm fine with their their theme. I think it's a great theme, but and maybe I'm just remembering garbage differently because the only couple songs I remember from garbage maybe aren't. I don't know. <laughs> the song that always comes to mind for garbage for me, which just tells you about how much I know about garbage, is the song from the theme from the world is not enough. Yep. The James Bond song. <laughs> and, well, in the uh, the only happy when it rains song, isn't that them? Yep. Yeah, that's that's the extent of my. Like I wasn't going into this expecting a ton because I wasn't a giant fan of garbage, but you know, that's all. Mostly the Offspring song about song made me mad, like really mad. Yeah, 100%. That's what I've been excited about all week to talk about. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to bury I don't care about the wrestling. I want to talk about the song. All right. Well, uh, you guys don't, do you guys have uh, any songs to complain about that came out? No. I don't think anything to complain about, no. Just just that, Paul Stanley. That's my what the fuck. That's a good album. <laughs> do you like good South Solar Motown? I noticed... Mike was drumming on an Instagram photo for a different band. Can I get more details on that? Uh, Doug's side project. I'll let you. I'll let him talk more about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, I've already <laughs> been in. I've already been in negotiations with the the lead um, vocalist. I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know what Doug wants. Like, I don't um, know. Well, yes, yeah, so drums, drumming. I will tell you that. Um, the lead singer of Ole has already um, has already been talking to me about uh, being on the show to promote demos in the future. Um, so I think he's. I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about, but I think uh, acknowledging that you're playing drums in Ole is okay. Yeah, no, I'm definitely drumming in Ole, and it's definitely fast, fast punk stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, I've I've heard a little bit of the stuff, and I. I, I like it, but I'm also worried about Doug's vocal cords. Yes, so 100%. we'll just we'll just say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's um, the that band is interested in uh, coming on to talk about their stuff. So um, maybe we'll see that in the future. Cool, 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 cool. I didn't know. I, I was just trying to help a segue in there, but I guess we we're ready to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, Danny's trying to give Mike a. It's not really a, much. A, Mike just Danny's trying to give him. Mike a plug, and he's like, I, "I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get out of here." <laughs> Danny, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, there's nothing really happening yet. Cool, 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 cool. We got anything else? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that's it for this week. I know you want to get out of here because we've been talking about wrestling for over an hour. <laughs> did you see? I put the image to our episode. I did. I did. Yeah. It's exciting, like WrestleMania it? week. So exciting. I'm not, I will not now. be watching. <laughs> I'm not even excited. I'm excited. I'm ex- they, they definitely have put a couple like things in the there like, hey, hey, Marks, come back and watch yeah. this. Like, but I, matches, there's but some good still. matches this year. Yeah. I'm excited. I've also been, wrestling has been like the only thing getting me through the pandemic. So hey, <laughs> something I'm watching recent every week. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching a lot of Top Chef. <laughs> hey man, whatever works for you. I want to watch that. Oh no, never mind. That's Chopped, the one with Ron Funches, the 420 Chopped or whatever. <laughs> I did DDP I yoga with too. Ron Funches once. Did you? That's cool. Yeah. He um he was doing cr- he was doing bicycle crunches while DDP was like talking in between stuff because he and I said something to him about it. 
to him cheap. about it later when I saw him, and he's like, "I'm in there to work out. I'm not in there to just listen to him talk." <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, uh, well, yeah, that was uh, episode 19 of uh, Beside Ourselves to talk about wrestling. Thank you, Danny, for uh, being cool, thus uh, taking over the show and doing wrestling one time. Just wait till October, man. We're gonna do so many horror movie or horror theme song episodes you're gonna hate um, it hey man hey my my favorite band is ghost i think i don't think we're uh, it's uh, gonna be true. that hard for me <laughs> so um yeah uh i think that's it dan or no, no anybody have anything to plug mike do you have anything to plug other than Olay? that's a secret yeah check out former critics who is active right now and well as active as any band can be right now um Hey, some bands play music circus, out. so I don't know what you're talking about. You could Very be true. more active. Well, uh, yeah, I'll go book at Sturgis. Um, we have music out, former critics, Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, all of it. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything to plug. Okay, hey, former critics. I saw that Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness is playing in Detroit in a bubble show. Could you guys set up a bubble, bubble show? I miss live music. I want to be bubbles. BYOB. Bring your yeah, own bubble. Bring, bring your own bubble. Bring your own bubble. Biodome, baby. Joe, anything to anything to plug? Nah, I don't I don't do anything like plug <laughs> plug worthy. I know, but I the the one time we had Mike on, I forgot to let him plug his band, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit. So um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well that that's the episode. We still don't really know how to to uh, end these things. So uh we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for being on, guys. I'm gonna make like a song uh, for the ending. You're gonna what? Like a little like like a little ditty. You guys, like the show that, is that. over and these guys are done. Yeah, be sad. I'm here for it. Say, catch you on the flip side, and then go into that song. Ooh, time to turn record over. <laughs> Later. I thought you already ended it. What the fuck? <laughs> you, we were still talking. Why would I end it? I'm I'm leaving this in too. Uh... The end. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schram. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at b underscore side pod if you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode be sure to slide into those dms and let us know the intro music for today's show is by former critics check them out at formercritics.bandcamp.com <laughs>